hey, so hello, hi, hey, hi, hi, hello. As we're coming, as we're we're recording right now, right? Yeah, we're recording. I thought so. Yeah. Hi, hello, hi, hey, hi. Hello. Catherine, this energy you have to tone it down just a little bit. <laughs> this is too much energy. <laughs> it was, it, I'm just trying to get into saying words. Um, so, hey, as we are uh, recording this intro, it is it is New Year's Day. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy uh, New more Year's. importantly, it is the eve of Juniper's half birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought it up. I just felt like there's like this elephant in the room that we weren't addressing. Yeah, yeah so I know. my half birthday is tomorrow. It's at, <laughs> so actually, technically, my half birthday is not even until February 9th. <laughs> but I'm celebrating it tomorrow just because I like to be spicy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm co-celebrating it with um, my dog, Riot, uh, oh. whose birthday is on the 14th of January. But we're oh. celebrating tomorrow. That sounds really fun. Like, can yeah. I come? No. No, actually, it's just, I'm sorry. You know, we actually we were gonna do this thing, and like well, I already got the I could come the tickets though. I could come with. So it's just gonna be me. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, we're all going without you. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Because like tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you have anything. I mean, I'm sure oh, that you have. Yeah, your I own. You said you were busy tomorrow, yeah. so I like didn't invite you. Because you said you couldn't record tomorrow, so I was like, yeah, oh, I couldn't. Something's... I said I couldn't record tomorrow because it's like actually my. Um, my birthday, my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Happy birthday! Oh well, you should have said something. Yeah. That, <laughs> that explains. I did say something. That's why I said I couldn't. We could have <laughs> <laughs> celebrated that today. Yeah. God, that's, this is just like in high school. <laughs> how did this happen a second it's time? It's so funny how this just keeps happening. It keeps yeah, happening every happening. single every year. year. I just I can't believe the cat like brought a cake and like wore and brought hats and like you guys brought a bunch of presents. So it was all for Juniper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy That's why we. That's why we yelled "Happy birthday" when we opened we the door. All knew. <laughs> well, we all, you know, I mean, and it was, it was directed at Juniper. <laughs> <laughs> Juniper was saying it to themselves. What well, was actually was, toward you? Was, I mean, I, I hate to bring this up, but like, I did think it was pretty, pretty gauche when Noel opened all of Juniper's presents. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, we all know I, that... I got confused. Like, I thought maybe... We all know that Juniper that loves novelty items. Yeah. <laughs> it really hurt me when you did that, Noelle. I, I just thought... I thought... I guess I was confused and... Yeah. I mean, it's okay. We all get I'm confused sometimes. That. But, like, maybe just think next time. Before. And, like, <laughs> God, you know... This is getting a little too cool. <laughs> You guys did know that it was my birthday because yesterday Hannah told me I was approaching the grave. <laughs> uh, no, no, what? Incorrect. I said that. Oh, excuse me. Kat told me I was approaching the grave. And then I said we should all go in on a mass grave to okay. save money. Yeah. <laughs> Which we did do for you. So, yeah, like, and then happy Kat's- fucking birthday. <laughs> Said that we would all be buried in a stack on one on top of the other. Yeah, in a as we planned, as, as we, we planned, planned. as we and planned, the, and that the end of your Patreon gift would be a tiny bit of our ashes. Yeah, yeah. Again, as we planned, as we all have talked. That's about. what happened. Like, That's what happened. Happening. Like we didn't get anything for you for your birthday. No. <laughs> that plot was very expensive. It was. That joint headstone with four like little mini headstones on mm-hmm. top of it. Of course, you wouldn't in believe. Order. You wouldn't believe you have no how much fucking you have to, idea. How yeah, much how much that costs. You know what we're gonna put on our gravestone? Thirty footy driving. <laughs> yeah, we are. Absolutely, absolutely. We're about to be a team squad grave plot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, at least now we have a destination as we hurdle toward (laughs) around the sun. I know you said hurdle, but I thought you said hurgle. We're hurgling towards towards oblivion here at the Dame's HQ. But... Yeah, anyway, happy half birthday, Juniper. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, Noelle. Let's play some (laughs) DMD. Hello. Um, hi, my name is Kat, and uh, my birthday is in March, so we should start celebrating that now. 
<laughs> yeah, like really got to get on it. Yeah. Hi, my name is um, Hi, I'm uh, Hannah. And oh wait, no, you know what? It really should, it should be Juniper. Juniper. It should be Juniper. Yeah, right. again, I mean, it was it my turn. So like, I'm Noel. So I'm no, Juniper. no, but it'd be funnier. Like, Noel. Yeah. Stop it. It's my birthday. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, I'm Hannah. Uh, I play Slate. I don't know if Juniper ever finished. Yeah, I thought it was, it was my Well, my birthday is actually coming up in February, and I just feel really, <laughs> I just feel really ignored right now. I just feel like I don't understand why, like, yeah, sh- you guys okay. are making this all about Valentine's you. baby. Yeah, More really. Like a- I mean, you guys though, like it's <laughs> like tomorrow. Yes, yeah, it's Juniper's birthday. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've established that. But you know, I just feel like so much attention is being paid to Juniper and their half birthday. It's mean, like, what about me? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't believe this is happening. right I now. I agree, Hannah. Like it's my <laughs> fucking day. <laughs> um. So hey, you guys, let's talk about what happened last time. Okay. Nobody introduced themselves. <laughs> hey, fucking, I did. I think yeah, I, did. I did. I think I got it. Yeah, in. you kind of did. I said I'm Juniper. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't know who we are by now like that's their no, problem right, it's about right. it's about it's about the it's cruelty about the, yeah it's about the cruelty and it's, it's about the journey it's about a dodge Ooh. truck in the snow it's about two trucks having sex <laughs> oh yes <laughs> okay hey so what happened last time you guys um i would love to know would love to know as well mm. also actually um, um okay so last time uh when when selene got back from doing some recon she let you know that you are uh you are very wanted, and you will have a, a you will be tried in absentia today by the king for your your many magical crimes. Uh, and then you left Elizabeth in Yoshimi's house. She stopped by uh, her her husband, her other husband Trek's house, to drop off Swan Roxen so he, that he can convalesce and be taken care of by her her other husband Trek, who also gave you guys some croissants. And you guys uh, came up with a plan. To discredit the king and attend your own trial. Oh yeah. Um. And but but instead of being on trial, you'll put the king on trial. Yeah. yeah. So last yeah. time, uh, your first stop to gather evidence was to go back to the Tidecairn. Um. But when you got there, the whole place was absolutely trashed. And that is where you are now. What do you guys want to do? Well, should we just go let Fran touch those dragon bones <laughs> since we're here? I, I mean, doubt they're still here. It's not a bad idea. Well, we can go check. Maybe somebody's still here. Maybe they left somebody behind. Like, people, you know those people in the cots that were, like, all fucked up and high on drugs? Yeah, let's check. All right. So, uh, why don't you guys make a stealth roll for me? Okay. Wait, you wait, wait, the doors wait, 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 wait. I'm casting Pass Without Trace on us. Yes. Before we begin. Okay. Okay. I got 26. Okay. Yeah. Selene got a 26 as well, and Mary got a 24. And I got a 22. Okay. I got a 15. <laughs> okay. I do want to remind you, um, and this is also because uh, I am marking one down, we are still tracking suspicion. Yes. yes. So you guys slip through the gates. Corbin, as you're uh, you're slipping through last, just like the heel of your boot catches on the gate a little bit, and there's a, a sort of the sound of, of metal being hit. But you're able to make it through. Doesn't seem like anybody sees you. Somebody fucking heard it though. Mm. Bitches in the shop. Inside, you find the building dark and empty. Uh, the massive cold iron tree in the center of the main hall now stands in front of a pile of rubble, which spills through the doors to the main workshop where the dragon was being constructed. When you go forward to examine the rubble, it it fills the room. It looks like the ceiling was brought down into the workshop and destroyed. That's mm. pretty nice, actually. Like, good one, Barlgar. Well, <laughs> I'm wondering if it's because the dragon flew out. It could also just be that they destroyed everything as they left. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, what about what about the, the heart? They couldn't have moved that, could they? Alright, so you guys want to go check on that? No. I don't! Well, I don't think we should bring Fran down there again. <laughs> I can stay back, but we should see what the deal is. Yeah, uh, You head down to that passageway, and you don't even need to go to the end of that hallway. You can see the passageway down to the heart has been just demolished. Okay. The rubble spills through the door, which hangs ajar and off, off of its hinges, having been destroyed by the explosion. Hmm. What about the room with all of the people on drugs? I mean, you check all the rooms. I'll yeah. just say this yeah. much. You check every room. It's empty. It is as though 
nothing was ever here. But so, except for the last room you check, probably the one that you want to go in the least, the pit. Hmm. There's no one in here, but there are there are pieces oh, still in the pit. Corbin crawls down and starts to pick them up. For evidence. Selmy looks sick. (laughs) Oh, Selmy, you don't have to look. I have the strongest stomach of anyone alive I can handle this. Is there anything that could identify these people? Yeah, are there any, like, (laughs) teeth or... Uh, Give me an investigation check. Okay. Uh, 16. 16. You find uh, on a arm, which the arm has been severed, and... uh, the bone that juts out from the joint, you can see it is glowing faintly. Oh. And uh, on the on the ring finger of the hand on this arm, there is a signet ring with a bat holding a flower in its little claws. Hmm. And uh, you don't know what that is, but it is something that identifies. Corbin takes the whole hand, the whole arm. A whole, I mean... Um, you should ask Salni about that signet. Yeah, um, he, he crawls back up and he shows the signet ring to Selny and says, Do you know what this means? Is this anything? <laughs> Selny, is this anything? <laughs> is this anything? <laughs> it's like a bit. <laughs> um, Selny gags a little uh, as you, you pry the ring from the dead hand. Hmm. Um, and she takes it from you so she doesn't have to look at the arm. And uh, examines it. Yeah, that's the sigil of of House Strata. I don't know who exactly this would have belonged to, but I'm sure somebody there would know. They were taking high-profile people, too, then? That seems dumb. Judging by the uh, glowing bones, I think whoever owned this perhaps has fallen further than their house has. So, like, they were... Addicted to the mushrooms, maybe? Thelny shrugs. This whole business is sickening. So, also the dragon. Where are they gonna go with a whole ass dragon? Yeah, did they succeed with their like ritual to raise the bones? Do we see any evidence of that? Like, is there, like, dragon poop? <laughs> uh, if you want to go investigate the rubble of the workshop, you sure yeah. can. Yeah, is okay. there... You have to roll some dice. Yeah, I would do that. Oh, I yeah, would yeah. love to investigate. I got a 23. You got a 23. Okay. Okay. Uh, anybody get higher than a 23? No, no I just friends? got a non-natural 20. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Fran, um, you, like, you bent down. You, like... Rub the grit between your fingers. I have a I have a magnifying glass. You have a magnifying <laughs> glass. You taste the grit. Salt. Um, salt. Blood. Salt. Blood and mushrooms. So you can you can tell looking at, at everything around here that this room has just been blasted, um, just caved in essentially. But when you look at the like the blasting pattern, you see that there was a cave that went further back. Like you can kind of pick out like the outline of, of where there was another passage that mm. went further back into the mountain that has been completely sealed with rubble. Okay. And yes, that passage would be big enough to take a dragon out of. Mm. So oh. they smuggled him out through a little large hole. A little large hole, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> is there any way like that we would have any indication if they had completed their ritual? I mean, I suppose if they had completed it and the bones were alive, they'd probably already have made their move. Is that... I mean, not necessarily. I assume it's probably... I mean, they're trying to get Torva, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I assume they've got the dragon and they probably just need to get Torva. But are the bones animate at this point, you think? I would assume so. That's that's bad. I mean, Fran never touched him. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We really fucked up. We didn't... How about you make a... uh, I guess make another intelligence check. I just want to see what you guys remember. I got 18. Well, I 18? did much worse that time, so I only got 13. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, it's like fucking you know, six. You, you remember nothing. Um, I'm so smart. It was very, I mean, actually it makes most sense that Fran would see this because she was actually, I think, the only so one who was smart. <laughs> I think, no, the thing is you were actually the only one who was like in this room and could see things. They were in a bone. Oh, party. yeah, because oh, they, yeah, they were, that's true. They were boneheads at the They were boneheads yeah, at the we time. Were. Yeah, they were, they were a couple of bonies. A couple of boners. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, <laughs> finally, the joke has reached its logical conclusion. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, Fran, you remember this dragon. It was not 
it didn't look like they were going to be able to complete that in a day. What they had done of this dragon like skeleton and the and the skin that they were making to put over it, mm. it didn't look like this thing was was ready. Um, okay. or, or that they could have finished this overnight. So probably they just took the material okay. yeah, deeper in. It's, it's more likely that they've just they just destroyed the workshop and took the material somewhere else. Probably because we it. and it's, invaded. It's yeah. also likely that they number one, they need Torva to mm-hmm. animate the dragon. The dragon. Yeah, and number two, they need another god to sacrifice. Yeah, that makes mm. sense. Um well I share that with you guys. Oh, um, that's some Good news? Yeah, except we'd have to find, I mean, if we want to get rid of this dragon before Torva shows up, we'd have to make our way to their second workshop. Well, I'm thinking if we can get everybody on board, this is a dwarven society, how it shouldn't take them too long to get through a bunch of rubble, right? Like, that's their whole shtick. If we can expose that the Tidacaran has been engaging in... This barbarity. I mean, I will say one thing that is in our favor is the fact that they tried to cover their tracks at all. Because it does look super suspicious. Or it looks like somebody released a demon into their workshop and it destroyed everything. Yeah, but like, there'd be survivors that wouldn't be like this. this yeah, is- I mean, I guess you're assuming, Selene, like, turns out he'll look, you're assuming that anybody knows what a demon attack looks oh, like. We'll just summon one in the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that one. Corbin. <laughs> I mean, I'll have I'll, I'll look in my bestiary, but, yeah, but yeah. if they don't, I mean, okay. So we have this guy's arm. <laughs> so would would the house that you mentioned would that be the next place to go to get uh, some kind of high profile nobleman of a witness? It's only nods. And it's, it's worth a try. But how do we prove the spores are connected to the Titacaran? Well, the bone in this frickin' arm. Right, but people already know that the spores are a problem. They don't know the reason that spores are a problem is because they're coming from the Titacaran. I guess maybe if we found a supplier? But that's... What about that guy handing out pamphlets? Or weren't the mushrooms originating down by the heart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're coming from the heart. They couldn't have moved it. If if we could dig our way down there, yeah, we'd have to have. Uh, I mean, how are we gonna how are we gonna prove that they came from the heart at all? Well, we would have to take a witness down to uh, vouch for us, and also then risk having them become uh, overwhelmed by the heart's influence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's dicey business. If only we had some kind of camera object. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only we could like. Take an instant, like, painting. Like, obviously, I can right. do it with magic, but they're not going to trust that. Yeah. I look at Selene. <laughs> Selene looks at you and goes, no, what? Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, I just uh, thought. Well, we, your city's so technologically yeah. advanced. Maybe you guys had, advan- uh, had invented uh, Kodak. <laughs> a what? <laughs> what? 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 You know, like a machine that could capture time in a moment Mary Mary Science that was experimental technology even on Estra yeah you're right <laughs> what if we like what if we were able to dig down there and then we were able to erect some what sort if- of barrier that people could look through like a like an aquarium for like an evil heart <laughs> what if we harvested some of the heart Sally holds up both her hands and says okay I'm gonna put the put the kibosh on this we are not going anywhere near that thing there are fables, stories, songs, children's rhymes about how you don't go near the heart of the mountain. Well, we've already been down there. And not only that, but do people realize how close the heart is to the Titacare yeah. and that it's connected? Yeah. If we could show them that, I mean, I don't know what better way we could prove that they were getting their shrooms from there. How how long do we have until the trial takes place? Uh, not that long. Okay, <laughs> it's this afternoon, and you guys have spent most of the morning. You know, that's why I'm like, around. I that's feel true. like they won't like believe anything we show them that was like procured through magic. But I genuinely, if we can like take a piece of the heart, okay, but like that will probably drive us insane with infernal knowledge. And also, like, <laughs> <laughs> the, speak they, for yourself. <laughs> but, like, they need to know where the heart is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, if it's just like there's a heart, they're gonna be like, yeah, we fucking know. Is there? But if it's like the heart wait, has a passage that connects it to the Tidacairn. Are there yeah. blueprints for the Tidacairn? 
We'd have to get them. Yeah, could we look around if there's uh, for any kind of records that would yeah, show that would the existence show, like, of a heart? I or, doubt they would have like, like labeled as like no, this but is, like I mean, but they, it could be that there's it would like, be like some kind of hole in their plan or yeah, something. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense with where the heart would or, be. Or like if we could, even if we could find like some kind of communication between like Taryn and the king or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are there like offices somewhere in here? Like any records we could find? Do you guys remember? I don't remember. There was a break room. There's a break room. The break room. The break room. <laughs> what are we going to find in there? Mary signed snacks. Snacks. Oh. Yeah, snacks. That's literally not what it's asking about. Yeah, but haven't you ever, Fran, haven't you ever worked like a shitty nine to five? No. Where you just don't. Nine what to five what? <laughs> Mary signs, you've never worked a nine to five. Haven't I? I point at Mary. I say, I work for her. Yeah. I suppose Mary right. Science, this is a 24-hour job, Corbin. <laughs> you yeah. don't get breaks. Does OSHA know that? <laughs> I guess it's the only place left to check. Yeah. I mean, I think we need to check where they throw things away. If there's, if they thought Trash. something, if they thought something was garbage. Yeah. Let's comb through this damned place. All right. Uh, why don't you guys roll me investigation checks again so many today you're investigating all the things i am rolling like shit it's up today. to you fran i got 28 no what thank god it's just like leading <laughs> all right so uh you guys you guys just search all of the rooms this you, is my forte you um uh corbin you go into the room where there are all the the dirty mats um mm-hmm. there's nothing in there but dirty mats mm-hmm. uh it's like you're you're kicking around in the rebel and uh you you find a uh, a half sheet of paper with some with some words scrawled on it that you can't read because as we have established you actually can't read dwarven script very well mm-hmm. um and uh Fran you uh, are in the break room you you elbowed Corbin out of there so he didn't go after the snacks mm. <laughs> and uh you ha- you're digging in the back cupboard you f- pull out a, a stale bag of uh cheese crackers and um, behind the stale bags of cheese crackers, you do you find uh, a note that is scrawled in a not great handwriting. What do you want to do with it? I give it to Selny. Is this anything? Selny looks at it and she looks at you guys and goes, "It's you. Oh, right. You wouldn't know how to read. Okay. Uh, I know how to read." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she she looks at it and says, uh, "It says." Dorcas, uh, subjects are not responding to inoculation fast enough. Need another batch. Round them up from the red tier. It's not signed, but it's something. Well, if we could, if we could get someone from the red tier, or maybe even a few people who have who's, seen that. Who's Dorcas? Uh. She shrugs. I point at Corbin. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you got me good there, friend. <laughs> Sully. Yeah, you set him up. I'm going to knock him out of the park. Sully says, we should probably get out of here before people come snooping around more than us. Come on. Let's go. Hooray. So what evidence do you have so far? Let's just actually list it out. What do you guys have? So we have this weird note. Mm-hmm. Arm. We have ring. the arm with the ring. And the glowy bones. And the glowy, and bones. The glowy bones. And we have Selny's shipping manifest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, what's your next step? You want to find the owner of the arm, or, well, the owner of the ring. We have cat time to go both to the Red District and to the... We could split up, because that's what I'm yeah. thinking, yeah. Yeah, I think it'd probably be most efficient if you okay. split up. Okay. Split up and meet back at the amphitheater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, do so it Fran, Fran gathers everyone around and she said, okay, it's time to huddle up. We need to split up. Half of us are going to go to the Red District and figure out what witnesses we have of disappearances there. And maybe even a dealer of mushrooms. Oh my gosh, who's getting a supply from the Titan Yes! And then the other half of us are going to go to the place where the nobles live. That, like, go- gold place, correct? Yes, 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 the gold place. Thank you, Selny, who nodded at me. And- <laughs> And we are going to convince this person's family to testify against the king and Tarn. And we're going to kill both of them with logic. And we need a lawyer as well. And, and I think it's me. Suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> says, okay, well, 
I think you are going to have to be your own lawyer because nobody's going to take your case. Objection. You're correct. <laughs> well, you're really good at this, friend. Thank you. You were like born for this. You know terms. <laughs> oh, my God. Mary Science, I feel good about this. Yeah. By the way, these are like all the terms I'm using. They're from like courts on Astra. Or to be more specific, from courts from our t- Magical Visions TV, Fantasy <laughs> yes, Phoenix fa- Right, yes. yeah, Fantasy Phoenix Right, Fantasy yeah. Law and Order, Fantasy Fantasy Law and Order, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Fran's like she's ready to go. Okay, all right. So who who wants to go where? You also did have the idea of um, getting blueprints for the Tide to Karen. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to follow that lead as well? Um, where would we go for that? Yeah, you could ask Selny. Selny, who who would have built the Tide to Karen? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, but all public buildings have a, a blueprint on file at the Royal Library. Oh, That's library. where we're going to go. <laughs> oh, Fran, do you want to go to the library? Uh, oh, my gosh. I thought you would never ask. <laughs> I think Selny should go to the Royal District to talk to the family because Selny knows things about dwarves. Slake, why don't you go with Selny? Keep her in line. <laughs> Mary, Mary Sense, I'll go with Corbin. Keep him in line. I'll go with myself. I'll keep Mary in line. <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to the mid-roll. It's me, Noelle, your friend and confidant. I can't believe what Marsha did in last week. And... Neither can you, neither can any of us. Um, yes, I would love to thank our new patrons on patreon.com slash dames and dragons. Thank you to Leo. Thank you to Suzanne. Thank you to Cam. Thank you to D. Thank you to Hexblade, Brett, Olivia, Franstan, Michael, and Scott Ash. You guys keep the lights on and truly support our podcast in every conceivable way. And we love and appreciate you so much. And particularly, shout out to Franston. I, sp- I remember seeing you at the live stream this week, and you seem very cool. <laughs> so welcome to our little community. Um, if any of you wants to join our Patreon, hop on over to patreon.com slash Dragons and check out outtakes, belated scenes, live streams. Our last live stream, uh, we played... Drawful too, and it was a rip roaring good time. So yeah, join us over there if you are interested. I also want to thank our Apple Podcast reviewers. This time, I think, I think we might, I think we only have like one ish. But I'm gonna thank these other two people just in case because I don't remember thanking them. Thank you to Child of Pan the God and Fluorescent Gray, as well as Luna Sky Knight from Canada. I too am Canadian technically. So uh very cool. Shout out to you. Canada forever. I also have a lovely message to read from our store at damesanddragons.store. This one's from Shan. It says to Allison, my best friend, my podcast co-host, my favorite DD companion. This is technically for your birthday, but it is almost certainly late, so happy belated! 150 words really isn't enough to tell you how great you are or how easy you are to love. You've helped me grow in so many ways and you've done so much for me over the years, but I would love you even if you never did anything for me ever. You're incredibly kind, funny as hell, wicked smart, and your imagination inspires me to create more and more. Thanks for putting up with my goblin nonsense and for always being a person I can count on. You're a true bosom companion. Here's to you, to our friendship, and to living until 42069, the funniest day to die. Love, Shan. I too will be dying on that day. That that's from me. Love Noelle. <laughs> I'll be there and I'll also be dead. And now, last of all, a message to Chantel. Chantel, you're a real one. The code word is Green Mer Dragon. And the sleeper agent is now active. Go! Selny was like, this is another reason I never wanted kids. Now I have to be the carpool driver. (laughs) And uh, so she's going to drop Corbin off at the red tier first. So we'll start with Corbin. And Mary, as you uh, you guys disembark from the cart, and Selny tells you, you know, your trial is going to be at 3 o'clock. So 
there's going to be bells and they'll chime three times and that's when you know you're late. So when the bells start chiming twice, what are you going to do? Uh, oh shit, I know this one. <laughs> uh, Mary Signs, you can do it, Corbin. We get, we s- s- leave to go to the court. And do you know where the court is? Sally nods and says, okay, what you're going to do is you're going to talk to the cart attendant. You're okay. going to say that you are unable to drive, and he will put you in an automated cart that will take you to the Royal Amphitheater. Okay? Okay. Do I tell him that I'm going to watch the trial in absentia? <laughs> you can tell him anything but the truth. But I am going to watch the trial in absentia. <laughs> I mean, you're going to participate. You know what? Okay. Don't tell him anything. You don't have to tell him anything. You don't okay. have to say anything to him about why you're going there. <laughs> he doesn't care. He is paid so little. That's really a shame. I'll tip him. Okay. Thank you, Selny. All right. I've got this. <laughs> I, I look at Mary. <laughs> Mary signs, we've got this. Okay, nice. And then, uh, all right. So then she's going to take the two of you up to the uh, the gold tier, but we will stick with Corbin for the moment. Corbin, how do you want to approach this? How do you want to swing this? I want to go to the place that we saw the man with the pamphlets mm-hmm. um, and see if we can find him again and uh, get snag one of those little pamphies. Okay. The man with the pams. Yeah, Give me a perception check. Oh, shit. 14. 14? All right. Uh, Corbin... You look around and you, uh, your eyes are drawn immediately to one thing and one thing only, and yeah. that is kebabs. <laughs> I, Damn it, Corbin. I go to the kebab store. What did Mary roll? Wait. You go over to the, you start heading towards the kebab store, and Mary, Mary grabs your hand and, and signs, wait. And she rolled an 18. And she, <laughs> so she. Thank God for Mary. She points towards uh, the a, a, a braille thin man uh, in sort of. They look kind of like very old Titacaran robes. Like these are not the same style, uh, and they're pretty ratty and, and pretty gross. But he's nervously fidgeting on a street corner. Oh, Mary, you're a genius. That's the guy. <laughs> uh, Corbin goes over to him and says, Hello, good sir. Oh, hey. Uh, how old are you? 34. Uh, why don't you uh, uh, make a make a deception check? Thirty four hundred or like ten? Ten. He shakes his head and goes, "You're not thirty four. You're right. I'm eighteen. Eighteen. I can work with that. What can I get okay, for you? Okay, cool. Now, now, uh, do you have those mushrooms? <laughs> so sorry. Lower your voice, jeez. Yeah, I got, I got some goods. Where do you get these from? How do you get into your business? How much you want? Do you have charm person? Um, actually, Mary might. I do. No, I do. I oh, you do. Charm Perfect. Person. Okay, so I I cast charm person on him, and right, he what's... has to make a wisdom saving throw. That's a natural one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. He he has no will. Okay. Cool. He uh he is immediately very friendly to you. Yeah. So he he considers me as a as a friend. Okay. A trustworthy <laughs> he goes, friend. Look, look, buddy. Look, and he he puts an arm around you. Yeah. He smells bad. Mm. Oh. Um. He puts an arm around you and he says, look, look, guy, we're, I shouldn't, I really shouldn't tell you, I really shouldn't tell you where, where I get the stuff. Yeah, you can trust me. I know I can trust you. I could, I always knew I could trust you, but look, it's not like I got to my present situation because I wanted to be a smelly guy on a street corner peddling wares, but, you know, the guys I get this stuff from, they're, uh, they run a hard bargain, you know? I thought, I thought I could make some money, some quick money from them, but, uh. Yeah. But they, they, are, they haven't been paying out what they said they were going to be paying out. They keep saying that, that my rewards will come, you know, when, when when their plans come together, the rewards will come. Mm. And, uh, mm. Anyway, a uh, guy I get my stuff from, his name is Gregory. <laughs> Gregory? Gregory. Gregory. Gregory? Gregory with a G, with a G. Gregory. Gregory. His, his name is, is you mean Jiggery? Jiggery. His name is Orange Juice. His name is his name is Gregory Jiggery. That's what I call him. I call him Gregory Jiggery, but his name's Gregory Orlov. And, uh, oh wow! I know, I know. It's a great, it was a great name, but uh, <laughs> but uh, he gave me these, he gave me these clothes. You know, these are I guess his his cast stuffs because he's yeah. some big wig up in that uh, that scary building down in the down in the industrial tier. But did you know? Those guys invented the best hot plate. 
Wow. I don't know how they did it, but that thing heats up evenly, nicely. <laughs> wow. Boils water like no, just like that. No, nobody. I don't want to. Where now? Where would one go to find this jig- Grigory? Grigory Jiggery. <laughs> oh, 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 Grigory Jiggery. <laughs> yeah, Grigory Jiggery. Everybody <laughs> yeah, loves that. Everyone loves Grigory Jiggery. He's got a. He's got an office up in the uh, in the boxing district. Runs a warehouse at legitimate goods, I think. Uh, but if you if you're looking for him, you know, just go. You know where the boxing district is, right? And uh, no. I like your honesty, friend. I really do. <laughs> Thank got a, you. You've got an honest face, you know? Thank you. I've like I never tell you been anything. told that before. I feel like I could tell you anything. You, you know? could. I you could. really could and you should. I could. I, well, che- I cheated on Marla. Now, maybe <laughs> I take I back what I've said. Listen, I didn't, God. I didn't mean to, but, you know, I, fa- fa- I was Falda's club. She introduced me to this. Don't. Oh, this, Falda's cool. She, she's so um, cool. She introduced could, me to this woman named Papa, the biggest woman cool, you've ever no. seen. You couldn't. I couldn't resist. She had just this so, way about her. I forgot about Marla. I, she, she went out of my head. I was, I was under the spell. I was under Big Papa's spell. No. Listen, that's a lot. Um, how? Go back to Grigory. Uh, what kind of guy is he? Gonna forgive me? Yes, I think that she will instantly forgive you. Uh, you're a kind soul, and so is she. Um, oh, you don't know my Marla. She ain't. <laughs> Matt Marla. She had her pinky finger replaced with a knife. That's dope. I might. I would not have cheated on her. You're probably gonna die. Um. But listen, <laughs> Gregory, can, can you just give me the read on him? What is he? Uh, does he seem like a reasonable fellow, or oh, is no, 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 he's no, no, scary? No, no, huh? no, no, I'm I'm scared shitless. Agree. I'm okay. worse. I'm I'm well. Okay, I'm on the tier. Marla, Gregory, close second. Very close second to Marla. Okay. Now, who have you ever sold to anybody who was, um would theoretically be willing to testify in a court case against <laughs> the king. <laughs> Just a... Oh, no way. Here's a spitballing. Little, little tip here about the about the red tear. I can tell you're, you're, you ain't from around here. You got a, you got that fresh face. You got that kind face. Not like my Marla. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Any, anybody I've sold to, uh, they keep it strictly... Uh, we, we run a, a cash-only business, if you know what I mean. No proof of sale. Right. No receipts. Sure. But now Gregory, he's he's got receipts. He's got proofs of sale. He's a big shot businessman. He keeps things on paper like a big shot businessman does. Okay. <sighs> thank you so much. You know, thank you. Hey, thank you so much. I wish all the best for you and Marla. <laughs> I think you guys really just, you know, go to some couples counseling. You'll work things out. Okay? <sighs> just don't. Um, be fa- you should always be faithful. Uh, and it was wonderful talking to you, Mary. Mary. <laughs> and uh, Mary, Mary goes, oh, Corbin. She she's, she signs. She's like, Corbin. Oh, there you are. I've been looking everywhere for you. Uh, oh my God, Mary. We have to go to the boxing district. So quick, just really quick, Mary. Mary, Mary nods. Mary yeah, nods, we Mary nods. Just really where, quick. Where go is there that? now. Where is that? I don't know. We but we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta get there so quick, Mary. All right, that's where we're gonna leave you guys. <laughs> All right, so Selly uh, and Slake will get to you guys now. So after dropping off Fran, Selly takes uh, takes you Slake up to a. One of the highest tiers of the city where there's just these beautiful manors everywhere. And uh, it overlooks the rest of the tiers, just going all the way down. There's a beautiful, there's a view of all the different, like, descending colors of the tiers. You can see the, the lights of the red district. You can see the soft blue glow of the industrial districts. Uh, it's very beautiful. And Selny uh, parks you guys in front of a squat white manor house with just these gorgeous windows of uh, rose glass and uh, one of the the windows has the sigil that is on the ring of the bat clutching a flower and uh, Selny holds up the ring so it matches up with the window and she says yep this is the place ostentatious as hell I'll get out alright she turns back to you and goes 
Can I trust you to do any talking, or should I just talk and you stay absolutely silent? I, uh, I like that second plan, personally. I mean, I, I can talk, but I'm guessing you know a little bit more about this family and their culture than I do. You're absolutely right, I do. L- l- let's let's lay out some things. So, Strata family is one of the council families. They are... N- probably the least powerful of them, though. They've sort of squeaked on in the last hundred years. Beyond that, the counselor Anton Strata is... eh, He likes nice things. And uh, I believe he sort of made his bones on uh, the import and export business, the more legitimate side of what I do. So he at least is not totally uh, against the outside world. So maybe that'll work in our favor. Uh, Otherwise, I'm going to hand this to you and I want you to hold it up when I motion for it. All right. Sure. Should I cover it up or something before? I mean, if we walk in. Oh, God, we're not bringing the arm in. (laughs) That's grisly. Oh, right, right, right. See, this is you're the culture expert. (laughs) Is that that acceptable on any culture in the surface? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, if you were, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Barbarians. All right. uh, No, we're not bringing the arm in. The arm's staying here. Uh, Just the ring. And she hands you the ring and says, show that when I tell you to. Yeah, you got it. All right. So she approaches the door and uh, she sort of, you watch as she walks up, like she rolls her shoulders back, stands up a little straighter. And uh, when she knocks on the door, she raises her chin and a butler opens the door. He says, uh, I'm sorry, but the counselor is occupied preparing for the trial today and he will not be receiving visits. So, Lady Selny, are you here on business for the king? And Selny nods. She nods after a second. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Uh, We'll see the counselor whenever he's ready. Or actually, uh, any, any members of the, of the Strata family. Um, his, his wife, uh, his, his bond wife, I think actually it would be uh, perhaps the the more appropriate member of the family for us to speak to about this matter. Uh, the, the butler nods and he shows you in and he leaves you in the foyer, which is beautiful. There's plush furniture everywhere and lots of pillows, just like an absurd amount of pillows, really, <laughs> for, for a foyer especially. And as you're waiting, a door adjacent to the foyer slams open and a dwarf comes out and he's decked out in these gold robes and he points a finger and goes, you! And he points at Selene and he says, oh, counselor, I thought you weren't available. And he says, oh, I'm available for you, Lady Selene. You want to talk to my wife, my bond wife? Oh, you wouldn't dare. And Selene says, everything with her and I is far in the past, counselor. Oh, Selene! Selene. I love how the waves are. <laughs> And he goes, oh, oh, in the past, in the past, 50 years is the past for you. <laughs> he says, yes, I mean, it was 50 years ago. I am a married woman twice over now. And he says, uh, oh, yeah, like that would stop you. No, no, if you have business, you'll speak with me, Lady Selney. <laughs> and she says, oh, I really don't think that's necessary. And uh, she casts a look at you, Slake, like you're going to get her out of this. Uh, sir. The business we have is urgent, and I think you'd probably like to uh, hear about it before the trial. Well, then I'll hear about it from you, Lady Selney, and you, and he looks at you and goes, I don't know who you are, but you're not an absolute rake, and you need to speak with my wife. (laughs) I've never been called that before, no. (laughs) And uh, Selene says, look, look, they're a good kid. They they can speak with your wife. I know she likes kids. They're a kid. Kids. <laughs> and she, she makes like a hand gesture like, that's a great point. And, they, and the, the counselor goes, my office, Lady Selene, now. And uh, Selene backs, like she turns around to look at you, Slake, and she gives you like a points at her eyes, points at your eyes, points at her eyes. I I uh, sort of give like a very strained smile and give her a shaky thumbs up. She goes, just just don't, just don't mention 50 years ago to her. Or uh, maybe do. I don't know. Depend- Gage her mood. And then uh, that door slams behind her. <laughs> All right. So it is now time. Fran, 
Uh, Selny drops you off at the library hmm. in the in the yes. gold tier. It is a beautiful building. It is yes. like many stories, vaulted ceilings, mm. uh, stained glass windows mm. of, and uh, the windows they depict stories of great dwarven scholars. Mm, mm, mm. There's just this grand atrium with these big pillars, mm. and in the center of it there is a clockwork statue of a dwarven warrior slaying a sea serpent. Oh. And like the clockwork, you know, you see the the spear come down uh, into the sea serpent's mouth and like a light comes out of the serpent's mouth mm-hmm. as and then uh, it resets. So it's it's this beautiful moving statue. Hell yes. What do you want to do? How do you want to try and find this? You're looking for blueprints. Yes, for blueprints. Um I think I, I do have like a like weird special ability that basically in a library I can find anything because I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> tell me more. That makes I, sense. I love libraries. Um, How are you going to deal with the fact that we've uh, made the discovery you can't read? That's a good point. You could ask a librarian. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll ask a librarian. The library counter. There's one beyond the, the beautiful clockwork mm-hmm. statue, and I'll let you know. We're trained not to ask questions, so. <laughs> and I say, I'm looking for a blueprint, please. Can you help me? And uh, the woman behind the desk says, oh, absolutely. Uh, blueprints are going to be on the third floor in section F. Can you come with me? <laughs> oh, uh, certainly. Is there a certain blueprint that you're trying to find? Yes. Can you tell me a little a little bit more detail so I can help you find it? Oh yeah, I'm I'm trying to find um a plan of the Titacairn actually since it recently I heard it got like destroyed and I I was hoping that I could see what it looked like before. Uh can you bring me a deception check, please? Librarians are trained not to ask questions, Kat. She's not asking a question. I'm just seeing if she believes her. <laughs> okay, 17. 17? The woman goes, Oh, okay. Um you know, you you don't really need to explain. <laughs> but uh, if you'd like to, to see some blueprints, come on up. And uh, she she takes a little sign uh, from behind the desk and puts it on uh, on top of the desk. Elegantly. I know what that says, I say. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman looks at you and goes, oh, yeah? <laughs> says, be right back. Yes, it does. Um, all right. follow her. Yeah, so you follow her up upstairs uh, to the third floor, section F, and she points to it mm-hmm. here as you pass it. So mm-hmm. now you can identify the letter F. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And F, I say. <laughs> she goes, yeah, yep, that's the letter F. Uh-huh. All right, and so she takes you uh, to the blueprints and she says, okay, so you're going to look for T for tight to Karen. And yes. she she goes through the uh, the blueprints and she says, and it was built in the year... 1022. So that's going to be down here. And she pulls open a big file drawer and uh, inside there are many rolls of, of blue par- parchment. And uh, she pulls out one for the Titacare and she says, okay, this one is the most recent blueprint drawing, but there are uh, some historical revisions in the drawer as well. Feel free to peruse. I would love to. I would love to. Thank you so much. <laughs> she says, you're welcome. Let me know if you need anything else. I will definitely do that. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here in Section F. <laughs> hey, friend, can you make a perception check? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a 13. Uh, 13. All right. It's normal. It's fine. <sighs> Is this a special library librarian? Oh my god! Is there okay? So is there like anywhere? I've already forgotten about it. Is there anywhere like a tracing table or something? I want to like do a thing where I put the blueprints like on top of each other and look for discrepancies. There's nothing around uh, nearby, mm-hmm. but you do find as you're like you, you got your your many your many scrolls mm-hmm. and you're wandering around. You do find uh, some private study rooms. All right. Well, I guess, guess I go in there, mm-hmm. and I think I'll cast light. On, okay. like, if, as long as it's very private. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a private room. Yeah, okay. there's no windows. Or I'm anything. gonna cast light on the table and oh. make my own tracing table. Okay, so you cast light and you uh, you lay out blueprints and then you lay out blueprints on top of them. Mm-hmm. And you're looking. Um, why don't you make me an investigation check? Okay. 22. 22. All right, you are able to identify, like, in the first draft of these blueprints, it looks normal. Mm-hmm. 
in the second draft of the blueprints, you see that that room, the trench room that's attached to the water treatment facility, that was added later. Mm. Um, and then in another set of blueprints, you see there is another addition. Uh, it looks like the, the other wing of the Tiger Cairn was added. And there is a emergency exit that leads, from what it looks like in this drawing, it just leads directly into a stone wall. Interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not safe for employees. <laughs> How'd that get approved? That's an OSHA violation. <laughs> All right. Well, um, do I find anything else? Uh, you don't, but you do hear someone whisper in your ear. Uh, and it says, ooh, scholarly. And uh, when you look over your shoulder, it's your boyfriend. What the fuck? <sighs> I... Ah! <laughs> 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 I feel like I don't feel bad only because I feel like Noelle thrives on people being fake mean to her. <laughs> Honestly, that's it. why I love my job. I was so going to say, that's why you like working with teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, it's the meanest intro we've ever It was really good. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we've done meaner, right? We probably have. Maybe not to each other. Not but. to each other, but yeah, in general, probably. <laughs> In terms of mean spirit. Although there was that one intro where we literally just ignored Hannah the entire time. <laughs> I literally can't even remember that. Well, like, were we pretending we... Hannah was dead? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're pretending that Hannah was dead. Yeah. I'm sure there was a legitimate reason it for was, that. It was, I think it's because he. Oh, yeah. <laughs>